0: Now,
1: let's head outdoors with Alan White.
0: Good afternoon and welcome to the show. We've got a great show lined up for you today. We're going to be talking to all of our on in-the-field reporters and get some fishing and hunting reports for you. But before we get started, Doug, I want to give away a uh, Boston butt. Let's do that. Let's give away a Boston butt to the third caller at 694-1055. This comes from Street Seafood and Meat Market located in Baymanette, Alabama. We'll take the third caller at 694-1055. Uh, it's been cold lately, buddy. How you-
2: I believe that's an understatement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
2: It's been, like, extremely cold. Man. I mean, way, way beyond what we're used to down here, you know. I-
0: I woke up yesterday morning and I looked out on my deck in the back and it was covered in ice. So the first thing I thought is, I ain't walking on that. Uh-huh. And my dog was out there. I had let her out that morning and she was just sitting right down in the ice. And I can't, I can only understand how they can do that, but that's what they did. They got that
2: fur on them, I guess. But, you know, it's going we got a day or two reprieve here and it's going to get real cold again not not that cold but it's going to get yeah. quite cold over the yeah, weekend so
0: winter is here oh man we've got mr don green with us and he's going to give us a report on the mobile tensile mm-hmm. delta don how you doing buddy i'm doing
3: great how y'all doing
0: Yeah, well, we're doing good man we're staying warm
3: well one thing about it here in about a week and a half, we're going to have old old man winter stop a while, and our old January saw out is going to come around here. And we're going to have 70-degree days, and we, yeah. we're
2: we going to forget about all this cold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the fish are going to forget about it, too, right? Well, you know what? i
3: got a, I got something to tell you. This morning, I talked to Alan about 11 o'clock. I got up and walked out. Up to the porch and look and here come a neighbor with his boat trailer with boat he said uh he rolled one and said they're still hitting but they're hitting mighty slow <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he is hooked on low tide bass fishing oh. and it was a low tide it's about six o'clock this morning so he had to go oh. <laughs> I don't know how in the world he could stand bass fishing he must have really been dressed good oh,
0: yeah we used to we used to do that when we were younger,
3: right? I guarantee you. You know, I've talked to you about that. I got to thinking about all those times. I remember so many times breaking ice on the edge of the creek bank and throwing a lure and it hitting ice and bouncing up. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't even go in the water, you know. I remember them times, and and, uh, I don't remember the cold. I just remember the good times. That's Mm -hmm. that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm.
2: Well, some people are tougher than other people. (laughs) And yeah, uh, yeah, and, and it seems like the more birthdays you have, you're not as tough as you used to be. <laughs>
3: that's exactly right. You hit the nail on the head. I, I'm sitting at home a lot of times when I would have been fishing a few years ago, <laughs> just because of the weather situations. It seems like the more abnormal the weather gets, the fish would bite better. You know, I don't know what it is about that, but it it's that way. And uh, it just it's just one of those situations where. If you if you don't go, you're missing something. That's the way I feel about I felt about it. You know, if I don't go when I got a chance, I'm missing something, and that was about the way it was too.
0: The last time I remember fishing in this cold weather was at uh, Lake Weiss uh, with a guy, oh, yeah. and um, it was 19 degrees that morning. It wasn't that. It was probably eight ten years ago. My wife and I had made the trip up there to go crappie fishing, and uh, at 19 degrees. And then you think, well, if I was home, I wouldn't do this. But since I'm all the way up here, I <laughs> gotta go. And it was so cold, the boat ride and all of that. And uh, the bad part about the whole trip, we didn't even catch that many fish. <laughs> the the fish shut down too. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> it was just a mess. Miserable... They get low
3: and slow when this gets weather
2: hits. <laughs> yeah. Well, how bad would just sap the water temperature? I mean, ain't no telling. How much it dropped from this time last okay. week
3: uh just a little over a week ago it was 59 degrees last thursday i believe it was last no it was last tuesday it dropped to 55 and now it's 51 now, these two these two uh, cold spells coming up these two cold mornings coming up and we don't it, it, when it's cloudy like this, see it. Your sun will warm the water up faster than the air temperature. If you don't have that sun, it stays where it's at. Yeah. So now, now we got these two days coming up this weekend. You can depend on it being in the 40s after this. These two days, it'll drop on down, and believe it or not, a lot of people talk. Oh, it's forty degrees. Most of the water not not down here, the river water itself coming down those rivers can be that, but you get into the bay and and the low temperature normally. And the wintertime for the, the upper end of the Gulf is 60, like 64, 65 degrees, I think. So it doesn't get, the water doesn't get that cold. In the, in the delta itself, you get away from the river, you're going to have a 10 degree warmth, more warmth in the water than you do on the river. It's going to be no sluicing and things. It's at least ten degrees difference most of the time in the winter time, and especially you've heard me talk about the great days uh, uh, in January, February bass fishing. That's why, because you get up in those uh, those sloughs and things away from the main river, that's where all your, all your big fish are right now, getting warm. They get up on the bank and on these have bluebird days when there ain't no wind blowing, they're gonna have a fin sticking out of the water sometime.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you said that, I was thinking that's kind of a no-brainer about where y'all to fish. Then, if if,
3: yeah. if there's
2: that big a difference in the water temperature, I, you, I, you know where exactly they are going to be right. at. You know,
0: yeah. Hmm. I guess it, uh, it's, it, go ahead, Alan. Uh, the fish is just like everybody else. I guess they go they gonna get comfortable, whatever it takes.
3: That's right. You, you know, as far as the bass, I, I've gone. I had a little thing about the bass fishing. They're going to hit. They're going to hit. Now, the only time you'll see them stop is when you have a real blue noise come through fast and water temperature drops fast. That hasn't happened yet, okay? All it does is push them down into deeper water and slow them down. Mm -hmm. All you got to do is fish slower with things on on the bottom or near the bottom, and you'll still catch bass. Now, your bream and crappie, they head for the deeper water. They'll get out, if they're in a the treetop, whatever, they'll head out into the deep water and get about a foot off of the bottom and suspend. And they'll sit there and that water temperature starts warming back up. Mm-hmm.
0: And and, were-
3: and you can catch them, but you got to find them. And once you find them, you can load the boat, you know, yeah. but you got to find them.
0: Yeah, especially the crappie. They just gather up in a big ball, it seems like. That's right. When it's really cold water temperatures, and they get as deep as possible. And yeah. they just sit there, and you have to put the bait right in front of their noses exactly. to get in the that,
3: That's the same with a bass, too. Really? Yeah. You just about got to put it on his nose to make him hit it in this real cold weather. Hmm.
0: Well, I know I've uh, I've had mm-hmm. luck doing that kind of fishing in the winter for crappie before. And I've said this many times. I've done it two or three times, actually. And every time, you have to hold the line in the exact same 12-inch circle. Yeah. Uh, and if you move it over more than 12 inches one way or the other, you won't get a bite.
3: get a bite. That's exactly right. They they have a little, I don't know what it is, it's just uh, and and all up and down the creeks, it's not just one spot. It's everywhere they that
0: way during the wintertime. <laughs> extremely hard to find them without electronics, too. I'll tell you that. I'm
3: telling you, unless you sure got
0: is? a unless you got a hole that historically over years and years that grandpa told you about, they'll be right, <laughs> well, they'll be right that's back. Me. In there. definitely.
3: I'm old school. I, I'm <laughs> going. I'm going to stay old
2: school. I won't be using that stuff, you yeah. know, because I love it
0: the way I got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Don. <laughs> All right, uh, Don. I appreciate here. you, man. You take care and have a great weekend. Okay. We're going to be right back with Captain Bobby Abrascado right after these messages.
4: Attention hunters, Skinner's Wild Game Processing with locations in Thomasville and Daphne is your number one destination after a successful hunt. Skinner's offers a complete line of meat products, custom made to your specifications. So make the most of your harvest this year with superior products from Skinner's Wild Game Processing. Quick, professional service and years of experience servicing hunters. Visit them on Facebook at Skinner's Wild Game Processing for contact
1: information. Time is vital for hospitals, and efficiency is non-negotiable. What can
0: Prestige HealthNet
1: offer? Beyond just fiber connectivity, Prestige HealthNet's managed network service is a game changer for hospitals and healthcare facilities. You get top-notch service without a hefty price tag. But
5: well, what about calls?
1: They've got VoIP with every feature you've dreamt of, high-quality yet cost-effective, tailored to your needs. Elevate your efficiency at PrestigeHealthNet.com/radio for details. Prestige HealthNet is a service provider offering IT solutions and support for healthcare providers. Terms and conditions apply. Here at b and Appliance Parts, we're more than just a store, we're your neighbors. As a family-owned and operated business, we've served our community for over 47 years, providing unparalleled customer service with over 200 years of combined experience. And with the most complete inventory of appliance parts, including all major brands and models, you'll get what you need every single time. b and Appliance Parts, your one-stop shop for all your appliance parts needs. You're listening to the only local sports station in town, so we're pretty sure that you like to shop locally, too. Greer's Cash Saver now makes it easy for you to shop locally with online shopping and free same-day curb pickup or delivery. Just go to greers.com shop and order your groceries. Find hot weekly specials and much more. Be sure to check out Greer's downtown. Eat and drinks for game day, a rooftop patio, catering for pickup or drop-off, and great specialty items. Shop local at Greer's.
5: Greer's got it. A local family name you can trust. We guarantee it. No, we don't sell commission-based products. We're a fiduciary, <laughs> the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. It means we're obligated to act in our clients' best interest. So when do you make more money? Only when your clients make more money? Yep, we have one transparent management fee structured, so we do better when our clients do better. Sounds like you really look out for your clients. We do, because our priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. That might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investment investors well, like man. you switch to us Fisher Investments clearly different money management investments in and yeah. securities involve the risk We're of just loss. south of
2: there in Mississippi. Have the going WNSP
1: House. outdoors live on 105.5 FM and on the sound of mobile app now let's head back outdoors with Alan
0: White And welcome back to the show. I'm Alan White along with Doug Max. And let's give away an Eastern Shore Ace Hardware $20 gift certificate to the third caller at 694-1055, 694-1055. Eastern Shore Ace Hardware is located on the Eastern Shore on uh, Spanish Fort Hill right there on uh, Highway 31 and also has a new location on Highway 181. One of the friendliest stores you'll ever walk into. I love that store, Doug.
2: Those stores beat the heck out of going. I'm not trying to name names, but to go to these major, you know, Lowe's and Home Depot and all that, yeah. I, I'll take a Ace the, Hardware anytime. The big you know. box stores. There you go. That's Hard to find way. good
0: help, you know, nowadays. Yeah, I'm so, sure. I'm and, sure. Uh, you can't find somebody to help you in there. You, I don't know. Just have to wait around anyway uh always a friendly store and always help available at eastern shore ace hardware hey i want to welcome a new uh sponsor to the show right now gray's fine finishing if you need sheetrock work or painting these people are first class i've used them before they did great work they did the sheetrock in my double garage uh and then they did such a good job, I hired them again to do uh, another project that I'm working on pro- right now. So uh, they're professional sheetrock and painting. You can Google them at Gray's Fine Finishings, or you can call them at 251-232-4713. All right. Let's go to Captain Bobby Abascado for our inshore report this week. How you doing, Bobby?
6: Man, I'm good, guys. I'm, uh, got put to work this week. It's kind of like my second, uh, my, my Christmas in January, man. I'm working up at a tackle show up in Montgomery for my tackle sponsor, which is Pure Fishing. They're the Penn, Berkeley, Abu Garcia, Spider Wire. Yeah. People that take care of the tackle for me. And so, uh, payback time for them they think they're they're working me but I'm just like a kid at a candy store up here we get to see all the new stuff and put our hands on it and uh, we're just getting ready to probably start wrapping it up so this is about the time I start begging for uh, for samples and stuff so I usually end up with a little goodie bag uh, of so a bunch of new stuff to try out when I get home
2: hey well so you I know they're a lot of fun their timing couldn't have been any better because it had have been pretty tough out on the water <laughs> the last few days <laughs>
6: we were talking about that Doug. I was going like you usually when I have to work these shows the weather's perfect and the fish are And everything, it didn't bother me one bit being up here Tuesday, Wednesday, (laughs) and today. You know, with the weather, and I think it's going to probably blow and be a little bit cold the next couple days. So uh, even my travel day ain't going to be that bad. But you know, I think uh, next week we just—I just kind of glanced at the weather uh, for next week. You're going to get a warm up, but obviously the water temperature is going to stay way down from this colder weather that we got. And you know, as you guys well know, what happens when we get these—you know—this super cold weather, uh, the fish are still going to be in those rivers, and you know what the gist of so what they do is they actually pull down to the deepest areas of the river uh, of the river systems that they're in so they're going to be down in the river channels uh, most of the time the bends of the rivers are the deepest areas of the rivers but all the river channels have a deep side and a shallow side so you know the focus whenever it gets cold like this is to get in those deep river channels with a with a soft plastic and jig and concentrate on getting that bait down towards the bottom and um you know surprisingly the bite is pretty noticeable. Even when it's cold like this, when they bite, you feel a pretty good tap, you know. And so uh, uh, that's how you catch them. And one of the things that's helped me, because I'm not a real good deep water jig fisherman, but I use low stretch line. I I really prefer fluorocarbon, which has much less stretch than the old monofilament. Uh, Or braid, if you like braid, that works really well because that has zero stretch. So that really helps you feel that that wintertime bite, you know, again, it's not that it's the bites that really subtle, but when you start going to the lower stretch lines, uh, it really, really helps out with feeling that bite and getting the hook set, if, especially if you're fishing really deep water. So those are things that have really helped me out since those types of lines have come out, you know, and doing my deep water fishing.
2: Well, you know, I know this isn't your normal place, but when it, when it gets really cold like this, I would, I would think like Theodore canal might be a really good spot for somebody to hit.
6: It is Theodore. You know the two in our area. The two good, really deep water places are Theodore, the, the canal, and then the Mobile River. Both of those are you're talking about water depths. You know, starting at twelve feet and getting deeper. And, uh, and you're getting way out of my league. There's some guys that are really, really good at doing it. When I start getting in more than about twelve or fourteen feet of water, you know that's a D. I've done it before and I've caught some fish, but I know there's some guys that have gotten and they're really good at that. And and you're exactly right because you think about a you know what we're talking about here is a water column and so the bigger the water column the more stable the water temperature is through the column especially down towards the bottom of the column so that's why those deep water places like that stay good when we get these really cold we this really cold weather but you know last year you guys remember at christmas uh last year we had weather that was colder than this for three days in a row and um you know, the the rivers that, like fowl, for example, uh, or dog, dogs, a shallow river. The only real deep water in dog river is in between the marinas. But fowl river has a, has a good deep channel that runs the length of the river. And uh, so my concern last year, because it was so cold for three days, we're not used to that kind of cold. I was worried we had a fish, we're going to have a fish kill. Because if it gets too cold and, you know, some of those species get caught in shallow enough water, it actually kills them. And I was ha- I was so pleasantly surprised my first day back after those days of that really cold weather last Christmas that those fish were in those river channels and they bit really good, you know. So uh, I think you can be able to get in the places where you've been catching fish before this super cold weather and just start focusing on those river channels. You know, and you got one other thing you gotta keep in mind, and this is another part that I have to do much better at to get to catch fish when I'm jigging like that, is you gotta think that the the prey you're imitating whether it be small minnows, little mullet, uh, shrimp, even if there's any shrimp left, they're, they're cold-blooded, too. And what that means is their body temperatures are the same as the water, their surroundings. They're not like us. Their, their body temperature actually drops down to their surroundings. So with that, their metabolism slows down, and they're made up mostly of water. So basically what I'm getting at is the prey, not only the fish, but the prey itself has to slow down. So those big sweeping jerks and fast jerks are probably not going to be the way to present those bait to cold wintertime trout. So it, you, know, you really have to concentrate on the old saying uh, is low and slow this time of year. They want it really low and slow and slow that bait down, making sure you're staying in touch with the bottom, and that's how you're going to catch these cold, real cold-weather fish that we're going to where we're going to be right now.
2: Well, that must be exactly why, because whether you're talking about speckled trout or freshwater fish, they all do the exact same thing when that water it, it, gets it's, really it's, cold. It,
6: exactly. it's any, any species of fish is cold-blooded, and it's the exact same. You know, I talk in terms of trout and inshore fish, but you're right. You can plug in bass. Whatever you're fishing for, i and I'm not. I'm not a bass fisherman or a crappie fisher by any means, but you guys are, and you know what I'm talking about. So that that goes for any species of fish. When they're when you're when they're 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 going to be about the temperature of their surroundings, mm-hmm. you know. And so uh, you got to keep that in mind. You know, again, with the fish and with what you're using to catch the fish. If you're trying to imitate, you know, a fish that's really cold with a jig, you're going to have to slow it down because that's the way that they're going to be moving.
0: You know, the uh, redfish this time of year move into the shallow creeks, and uh, I guess they move it in, in there because of the warmth of the sun. I don't know.
6: Well, we've seen it happen where they'll get up in that shallow water. You get like that shallow water column we're talking about, and you got a black or dark bottom. You know, that sun's absorbing that. Yeah. I mean, that bottom's absorbing the heat from the sun, and it does warm that shallow water up. Uh-huh. But when you start talking about redfish as opposed to what we were just talking I truly think you're, you're talking about a fish that doesn't behave like any other fish <laughs> that I know of. Dude, I have literally, I've seen it with my own eyes. I saw it in my own eyes. With my own eyes, I saw redfish swimming down a bank with ice slush on the bank, swimming down the bank. Mm-hmm. They, they don't care, man. I mean, I've seen I've seen those fish do the craziest things. So, kind of what we were talking about a little while. If you start them my redfish, you can throw all that out the window. They don't things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, that fish impresses me so much. The, the the things that they do and the things I've seen them do, and I saw that again with my own eyes years ago. We were. Thinking we had to get out into the river channels to catch the redfish we were looking for, and looked up on the bank, and sure enough, two of them had their banks backs out of the water, swimming down the banks, mm-hmm. pushing through slush. That was you know how you know how the water will freeze right up on the bank. Yeah. They were pushing through that, and I saw that.
0: Well, you know, the Lord built those things like little tanks. They got real tough <laughs> exterior. <laughs> and,
6: uh... That's a good way to put it. They're like little tanks, man. <laughs> you know, uh, and uh, and they go they're going to go where there's some food. You know, regardless of the weather and i've caught them on the flip side of that i've caught them in the hottest steamiest times of the year up in like a foot of water when you'd swear there was no oxygen left in that shallow column and here they are swimming right by the boat you know chasing chasing bait
0: they're tough yeah
2: Yeah. you know one thing i hear you talk about a lot with the the specs is the salinity of the water being so critical for those but when you talk about the reds that's not as bad an issue is it
6: same thing throw it right out of the window they literally can live in almost fresh uh, freshwater environments, and I, I I can tell you one time another real quick story on redfish. We, we, at, we left our fill valve open one day. We caught some fish near the Gulf down in uh, at the mouth of uh, the R- Mississippi River. We were out in the Gulf, and the way in for the tournament was way up at Venice Marina, and the Mississippi River was very fresh, and I left the, the fill valve on the bo- boat open. We had good salty water in the well when we left. Well, needless to say, we filled up the well with fresh Mississippi river water and we had two hours to wait for the scales to open and our redfish were swimming around in the freshest Mississippi (laughs) river water and I just knew I'd lost the tournament because our fish were going (laughs) to die and when they opened the scales of course we were ready to bring our fish up (laughs) immediately because I thought they were going to we couldn't catch (laughs) them (laughs) Then things kicked our butt trying to get them out of that well and that water was so muddy you couldn't even see the fish in there so they those Uh, things can live in all kinds of different environments
0: that's a good story Bobby I appreciate it buddy We'll, okay, uh,
6: guys. Well, thanks for having me on. If you want to see some of those products, by the way, I posted them up on my Facebook page at 18 Fishing. i got to put some of those new products up there on my page this morning.
0: Sounds good. All right, folks. We'll be right back. Thank you, Bob.
1: And they'll put it together for you. Streets Dining Room is now open, and the banquet Room is open for private parties. Streets Seafood Restaurant and Meat Market on Highway 31 in Baymanette. Find them on Facebook.
5: Safety Shoes Plus was founded in 1992 with one goal in mind, to provide the best footwear and clothing possible at the best possible price to the working men and women of the Gulf Coast. Safety Shoes Plus carries a full line of work boots and shoes from all major manufacturers. Wolverine, Carhartt, Timberland, Keene, Ariat. Twisted X, they're good and more. Get set for football season with gear for your favorite team yeah, now in stock at Safety Shoes Thank Plus yeah, on Highway 43 in Saraland, Alabama, Pensacola really on really Highway 29 no north of, I of I-10.
4: When you're dealing with your roof, be sure to have experience by your side. I'm George Spurlock with Presley Roofing and Construction. As a third-generation family business, personalized service is who we are. Call Presley Roofing for a free estimate for any type of residential or commercial installation or repair. We offer fortified roofs and. small. financing for your roof replacement as an Alabama Power approved roofing contractor. Presley Roofing, serving Mobile and Baldwin counties since 1949. Visit PresleyRoofingInc.com.
1: Tax time is car time. Tax time is car time at Mobile Mitsubishi. Right now, just bring your last pay stub or your W2 to Mobile Mitsubishi, get your taxes done and drive away in a new car. Choose the third row seat Mitsubishi Outlander or the Sporty Eclipse Cross and get 0% APR for five years. Mobile Mitsubishi also has the gas-sipping Mitsubishi Mirage and G4, the only cars on the planet under 20K new. Get your taxes done with our professionals. Know your refund, then use just a little bit for your down payment and keep the rest no big down payments here and every new mitsubishi comes with a 10-year 100,000 mile warranty for greater peace of mind and mitsubishi confidence two years of maintenance on us tax professionals are on site now to get you riding today just call click or apply online 471-2277 or mobilemitsubishi.com apply today drive today only at mobile mitsubishi airport boulevard bel-air mall
5: experience comprehensive orthopedic care from the largest group in south alabama at the orthopedic group pc with six convenient locations including the newest office in gulf shores the orthopedic group is there to help you get back to life from outpatient surgery to physical therapy at the orthopedic group you'll receive specialized care from a group of providers who listen to your concerns and develop a personalized treatment plan where great care is close to home visit the orthogroup.com to schedule your appointment and to learn more
1: This is WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and on the sound of Mobile App. Now, let's head back outdoors with Alan White.
0: Welcome back to the show. I'm Alan White, along with Doug Max. we got to give away a five-pound pork sausage variety pack from our friends at Hall Sausage and Wholesale Meats located in Chickasaw, Alabama. We'll take the third caller. At six nine four one zero five five, that's a five pound pork sausage variety pack from Halls Sausage. You just can't beat that Halls Sausage, man. You know, if
2: you was closed in all weekend because you thought it was too cold to go anywhere, that that would come in handy, wouldn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> this segment is brought to us by PlantAgroProducts Plant dot com. PlantAgroProducts makes custom liquid lime and fertilizer. I've used it for. A little over a year and a half now, and I really like it. Less cost, less waste, less wear on equipment, and a lot less work. Use a custom liquid lime and fertilizer on your plots this spring. All right, we've got Mr. Joe Dunn from Dunn Sports in Thomasville. But Joe lives right on Mailer's Ferry and gives us a report every week about the water conditions and what's going on up there in the Black Belt. How you doing, Joe?
7: Doing great, Alan. Yep, yeah, yeah. we got a heap of rain, you know, last week, and it come up. But it fell out pretty good, and it's back getting normal. and cleared back up a little bit, but uh,
0: okay.
7: it was that kind of rain. We we needed that rain to push the fish where we wanted to, and some of them went shallow. I'm not being shallow. Went back in the sloughs, uh, but there's still a lot of them still out in the river uh, right now still, too.
0: I bet the uh, the water temperature has dropped a little bit since this cold weather.
7: Yeah, it's way up down and down, and you know it's in the you know in the forties, and uh, it's gonna it should I mean, I've caught fish out there in the river this time of year after in a situation like this. Mm-hmm. Usually, there uh, they'll get real tight to the bottom, mm-hmm. and they'll let be on down off that sometime that second ledge unless the river's running fast and they'll, they'll come up a little bit shallower. And, uh, it's, a mostly your best bet's going to be bottom bounce and something, uh, men are out there and there will be a, a real subtle bite. It won't be a hard thump. It'll just get, you know, kind of heavy on your line. But, uh, that's, that's what that bite will be.
0: I would love to and, go out there with a live scope this time of year when the water's real cold and and just see what those p- big pods of crappie look like gathered up real tight on the bottom.
7: Yeah, well, you, sometimes it's funny with a live scope; you really can't see them, hmm. but you will you will notice some. You'll see something like, like it, like it. They're laying right there so close you just see a wiggle you can see it look like the bottom's working the live, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you won't, they won't be up off of it. They'll be right down there close to it. So
0: if they're that and, close to the bottom, the live scope really doesn't do a good job of defining them then.
7: Well, I say it doesn't, but it does. You just got to know what you're looking for. Oh, okay. You know, and, well, and some of them will pop up out of that every once in a while, but they'll go back down in it. Yeah. And, uh, we saw that several times, especially down below the dam when they get in those rocks. You know, they'll do the same way.
0: I'd love to see that.
7: And <laughs> and it'll be, you know, uh, once... They, now, they will come up from their feeding if, you know, a, a bait ball comes by, some shad or something, and then they'll pop up and they'll feed. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's why I like bottom bouncing that minute down there close right now, but... Uh, some, like I said, have moved up because uh, I noticed uh, a bunch of shad in my slough after this high water flickering and whatnot during Thanksgiving and around New Year's whatnot in that then. But now there's some now. And actually, I had a buddy of mine catch some off the bridge down, there, down at the middle sphere fair marina, uh, throwing the cast net. Some, uh, some of those big hickory shad. And uh, that's what we want when we get ready to start jugging. But anyway, so it's just telling me the fish they're they're starting to move. They're gonna make that move here now in a few weeks. Start making that move a little more and a little more.
2: Is that just cause the days get longer and the water just gradually gets warmer through February? Is that what's going on with that?
7: Well, yeah, as the water gets warmer, but it's just uh, I think it's more of a timing thing. They kind of know when it's time. That like you said the when the days go getting longer, it kind of triggers a lot of everything mm-hmm. uh you know even I've seen birds that they're starting to uh, pair up certain ones. I even saw two Carolina wrens kind of looking around uh my house there looking at uh, a pre pre looking for them a spot to build a nest. you know what I mean, <laughs> but uh they know at that time of year I mean everything goes to pairing up, you know and uh fish go to making that move, too, because they know it's getting close to that time to start spawning.
0: Yeah, I did see on Facebook yesterday that some purple martins had shown up in a place in the black belt, so it won't be long before spring yeah, is it, here.
7: And especially, you know, with the weather. And next week, they're talking some same degree weather, yeah, so
0: yeah.
7: that's going to be kind of odd, you know, go from uh, freezing Teens to 70s next week
0: <laughs> Well what's happening with the deer Up there
7: They're pretty much It's wide open in our area Right here right now okay. they, they have done gone full blast It's going to be that way for the next couple of weeks You know mm-hmm. And uh, you're seeing all the sign Everything We went down there putting out corn and stuff In some of our feeders And I'm seeing poll places everywhere around So yeah. It's it's wide open on that end. I'm beginning I, to I
0: see. I am beginning to see scrapes and rubs down here. It's just just starting to show up down here in Ballwood County.
7: Yeah, well, it, it's on up here, and uh, there was been several, lot of good deer killed. I meant to stop by Skinner's this morning, I didn't. They they kind of can gauge it better than I can because they they can tell you what's coming in. And of what the deer look like, are they neck swole, are they, you know, mm-hmm. in full rut, or, you know, that's the guys that really know what's going on. Well, on Jay, that part.
0: Jay will be on our show in the next segment after the commercial break from Skinner's wild game Processing. so we will get an accurate report of black belt rutting activity in our whitetails up there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Joe. I think yeah. uh, I think things like where I live here in South Monroe County, we we probably about a week behind you, and then down here where Alan's at, probably a week behind where I live. Mm-hmm. And uh, and right. I, I talked to some guys this morning, and uh, I saw them yesterday. I knew they were hunting, and their club is over close to the house. And over these last real cold days. They were hunting, and they wasn't doing a whole lot, but then yesterday afternoon, they, they told me this morning they killed three bucks over there yesterday afternoon, three good ones, they said. And so, well, obviously, you know, the, the deer got to moving, but it looked like the rut's in where I live, too, now. So
3: Yeah,
7: well, what those deer kind of go with that. When it's this cold, that type of cold, they have to go in, you know, survival mode kind of first, you know, mm. and they they make sure they get the belly full of something and uh, be at a good place to lay up. But uh, yeah, when it, they not as much chasing as they are just trying to survive when it gets that cold at night.
0: You yeah.
7: know, and uh, and my my hunting experience is when it's cold, cold like that, they have one good place to go, and that's after. The sun comes up, you get a clear cut, and you find where those uh, that sunshine hits those down in those bottoms first. Yep, and you can almost guarantee there's going to be a buck laid up right there in the spot somewhere. If you have to a, get that sunshine,
0: if you have an open place that faces south, like a ridge that faces south that's open, like in the clear cut, that's where a buck's going to be right now laying down. Yep. So.
7: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we- we used to get a, get a pocket full of rocks and walk over <laughs> yep. and get up on a good vantage point in there quiet then go chunking rocks off down there, and you mm-hmm. usually get him up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And another thing you, you mentioned that makes a lot of sense, they feed up when it gets cold. They have to have more fat and protein, you know, to survive. They do go, I've noticed, to the feeders at night more often than they do in warm weather.
7: Oh yeah, because well, that cold weather—if uh, your patches aren't in real good shape, ninety percent of the time it's
3: going—it's
7: going to about kill everything in your patch. Mm-hmm. And unless you're planting some wheat along with it, and then uh, uh, then that that definitely comes those corn feeders, and it's kind of important, you know, when you have a weather like this, it, two foot extra feed out just keep them healthy. Yeah, it is.
0: They, they're after that high-fat content in that corn, I think, and uh, I've noticed more bucks on feeders at night during real cold snaps like this. Joe, I oh, hope yeah. you have a great weekend, man. Thank you so much. Y'all go see Joe at Dunn Sports on, in Thomasville, right on Highway 43. Great day. Well, we'll be right back after this with a report from Skinner's. Stick around. Yeah. <laughs> to your favorite WNSP shows whenever you want by searching WNSP now on your favorite podcast platform. You can hear previous recordings of your favorite on-air shows as well as our exclusive online-only NBA, NFL, and MLB shows. Missed the big interview from yesterday? No worries. You can hear it by searching WNSP now wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Attention hunters, Skinner's Wild Game Processing, with locations in Thomasville and Daphne, is your number one destination after a successful hunt. Skinner's offers a complete line of meat products, custom made to your specifications. So make the most of your harvest this year with superior products from Skinner's Wild Game Processing. Quick, professional service, and years of experience servicing hunters. Visit them on Facebook at Skinner's Wild Game Processing for contact information.
5: Mardi Gras is here, and Pop's Midtown Mardi Gras is fully stocked with quality throws and ready to help you have the best ride or party yet. Pop's Midtown is open year-round and is currently open daily on Airport at the Loop. Pop's Midtown Mardi Gras has the best throws at the best prices. All the great throws you expect, such as beads, footballs, moon pies, as well as decor, clothing, and more. And a few new items you're not likely to have seen before. You won't regret a trip to Pop's Midtown Mardi Gras at the Loop. Have a safe and fun Mardi Gras, y'all. Come on down and get in on all the Senior Bowl excitement Saturday, February 3rd. From tailgating to game day and epic Mardi Gras parades. Enjoy an action-packed Saturday leading up to a free live concert by Counting Crows at Mardi Gras Park, downtown Mobile at 8 p.m. Get your tickets for the 75th Senior Bowl today at SeniorBowl.com. The draft starts in Mobile.
1: Do you have a vision of a golf cart that doesn't exist? Well, the Cart Doctor can make it happen for you. The Cart Doctor's custom capabilities are virtually limitless. Lift kits, paintwork, they'll do whatever it takes to bring your ideas to life. With an unrivaled inventory on site, the Cart Doctor is the one name you need if you're looking for a new golf cart, need repairs, or just routine maintenance. Located at 5683 Highway 90 West in Theodore, or visit cartdr.com and follow the links to connect with the Cart Doctor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
6: Hi, this is Dr. Chris Walton and want to tell you about LASIK eye surgery. This is a great time of year. Wouldn't it be nice to enjoy this with near-perfect vision? Come see
5: me, Mobile Native Dr. Chris Walton, and let me make this dream a reality. Schedule a consultation by calling 341-3385 or going to waltonvision.com. Prices start as low as nineteen fifty per eye for LASIK surgery. Again, call Dr. Walton at 341-3385 or visit waltonvision.com.
1: Can this is WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and on the Sound of Mobile app. Now, let's head back outdoors with Alan White.
0: All right, welcome back to the show. I'm Alan White along with Doug Max. Our guest right now is Jay Graddick, and he is the proprietor of Skinner's Wild Game Processing, which is located in Thomasville, Alabama, right in the heart of the Black Belt up there. They also have a drop-off point down here in Baldwin County over in Malvis Community on uh, Highway 181. Jay, welcome back to the show, buddy.
6: Hey, glad to be here, guys. Y'all doing good?
0: We're doing good. First of all, before we get a report from you, have you personally... Been able to go out and bow hunt any?
6: I bow hunted just a couple of times in Alabama. Um, okay, not what I wanted to. I have I have gun hunted some. My my, my hunting time is very
7: limited.
0: Okay. Well, I I didn't even know, realize that you did any gun hunting, so that's that's news to me. I thought you were a straight bow hunter. <laughs> so
6: no, I do both. I do both, Alan. Especially now. I mean, during yeah. a rut like this. I got you, man. These deer, they are kicking it up here, buddy. They, they are kicking it. The the deer are chasing. The bucks are. I just talked to a person out of Louisiana. I've got uh, eleven hundred and thirty acres in one track that these guys hunt on and they made a comment to me said, we've only been at we, we were up here around Christmas and we were getting tons of pictures of nice bucks, daytime, nighttime. And then all of a sudden about a week ago, nothing. Hmm. And so I just, I just told him. I said, that's the rut for you. I said, these deer, you know, they're going to be in the woods chasing the does and, and locking down with these does. They're not, they're not that social. Every now and then you'll get one that'll run out in the patch and and get killed. But for the majority of the mature deer, that's not what they're doing. Yeah. So, anyway, they got to get out of these food plots and get, get to hunting in the woods.
0: Yeah. What part of the woods would you recommend someone set up for the rut like this?
6: Alan, this is a time where... I frown upon people early in the season hunting behind your food sources, your food plots. Okay,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: I feel like that you. What you do is you disturb it, you leave scent there, and you kind of ruin it for weeks at a time. Sometimes, well, now is the time to hunt hundred yards behind your your food plots, uh, some type of any type of funnel area, because what happens is these big bucks. And I've seen it personally they these mature deer are going to scent check these food plots. They may never step in it. Right. But they're going to go downwind parallel to it, 50 yards, 30 yards, whatever. And they will cruise around the edge and if they don't smell what they like, they move right on. They go they just keep on trucking. Mm-hmm.
0: They do see, you know, I've seen them for years during this time the, the, during the rut and they're just constantly up walking and kind of they're walking fast, too. And they're they're kinda of gallop sometimes. They're just constantly moving and checking the the wind.
6: Excellent point. Now's the time, guys, where early in the year you see a little something, you might pick up your binoculars to try to identify something. You better pick your rifle up. <laughs> if you, you better pick your rifle up because it's gonna happen quick. By the time you get your binoculars up, see it. That might have been the only shot you're going to get at it because it's moving. Yeah. A lot of times it's moving. Now if it's with a doe, and that doe's just milling around, then you got plenty of time. Right. Um, but if that buck is traveling or chasing, you better pick your gun up. If you hear some grunting in the woods or, or a commotion going on in the woods, pick your gun up, get it on a low power. Don't go in there with your scope maxed out on power. If you you know like you hunt plots a lot of
3: times
6: you want that thing on a low power so you got a wide field of view right you can pick that deer up and maybe shoot it
0: that's a real good point about the low power turn it down to number four or something like that so you can see the deer as he's moving (laughs) through the woods when you look through that scope if you have it up on nine or whatever (laughs) you can't find the deer yeah that
2: was a good tip (laughs) one that a lot of people probably wouldn't think about till and then they'd have a sad story to tell you
0: know (laughs)
3: Couldn't yeah. get him in the scope.
6: Man, he was running through there. And I seen him chasing <laughs> that doe, and never could get him in the scope.
0: Yeah, I've heard you know that one. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I've heard, heard it a lot. lot. Hey,
2: Jay, you ever notice, because uh, cause I do a lot of turkey scouting and a lot of early season turkey hunting, and if you were paying attention when you were in the woods doing that last year, it would tell you where you need to be hunting right now. <laughs> mm-hmm.
6: For the most part, you're exactly right. I, you know, we talked about this earlier. Um uh, when those scrape lines start getting formed right now, there's some scraping going on, you know, but that scraping's going to stop. I mean, there'll be a little bit. Alabama's just, you know, deer don't really quit scrape, scraping that too much. But right now, the scrape line, i seen a bunch of fresh ones this morning. I went and helped a guy get deer out of the woods, and, and there was an old uh, uh, where the, a burn lane where they taken a, a bulldozer down to there and cleared a burn lane. And dang near every little branch hanging over that thing had a little scrape on it. But, but it was those little, those little, small scrapes. You know, I if I'm hunting a big deer, I want to see big deer sign. I want to see, I want to see scrapes that are real aggressive, where they're slinging that stuff way behind them. They're tearing up some limbs, good and high on the tree, twisting up branches, spikes and three points and things like that. They have a hard time. Twisting big branches up, but if a big old buck's got a big, nice rack on him, or at least some time length, he can twist him limbs up real good and mm-hmm. and really get after that tree. And that, that's what I look for.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: That helps me, you know, find, at least I know I'm on something that's got a rack.
0: You know, you mentioned the fire lines, the fire guards. Most of the time, those are on the edges, which deer like anyway. That's one of the best places to hunt a rut because they, they'll go down that fire guard, it's what I call a fire guard, and, you know, rub trees and scrape on the ground. And, you know, they're they're on the edge. It's easy, to, you know, it's covered real close to them. So they like that.
6: Yeah, they like it. I mean, it's how they're going to get from point A to point B with the least amount of resistance. Yeah. They can just, they can cruise down that thing. And But anyway, there's a lot going on. The deer, actually, they're on their feet. This cold weather, this bad cold snap we just had, the deer, we had people killing deer all day long the last two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, this morning, we've already taken in about 15. Mm-hmm. Um, today, by, by tonight, there's no telling how many we're going. It's overcast. Mm -hmm. it's warmed up a little bit uh we got another front coming um and the rut is on there is no telling what's going to be brought in the skinners tonight it should be a lot of deer
2: yeah tomorrow too right it should be a good day tomorrow yeah
6: yeah i'll be surprised if we don't take over 100 deer between now and sunday
2: wow
0: well one more point i want to make is you need to hunt you know, if you're rifle hunting, you need to stay out there a long time, as long as you can stand to stay out there, because these deer travel for miles during this time, and it may take them, you know, five hours to get to your stand from where they're going. uh, The A good point
6: there is, um, don't let me cut you too short. A good point there is we got a buck up here that one property owner is two and a half miles. His, His southern border is two and a half miles. From another piece of property, mm-hmm. it's a big 11-point. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? The 11-point left that guy's property, and it showed up two and a half miles away. This is the second time this year. Mm-hmm. This buck has showed up, and they got two days in a row daylight pictures of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yes, they are traveling. They are, you know, the deer you see tomorrow uh, might have been on your neighbor's camera or two neighbors over. Who knows?
0: Mm-hmm. You might see a yes, deer sir. this time of year that you've never seen before. And, uh...
6: Absolutely. I, I, I got to where I got. I throw the camera information out the window. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, they, they hunt strictly by what they got on camera. But let me tell you something. If you heard every time of the bigger deer that come in the meat house, man, we didn't even have a picture of this deer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't know where this deer came from. Oh, yeah. Well, guess what? All of them don't get in front of the camera. You got way more deer out there. Uh, that you can hunt that you can you know kill than what you're getting in front of your camera at, at, a, at a at a corn pile or a food plot
0: yeah you would have to have way more difference. you'd have to have hundreds of cameras to really <laughs> yeah. take inventory of your herd I think. well it's a good
2: thing jay that yep. you got the hunting skills that you had all these years to do that and I, i'm afraid so many people are getting away from that but the, the ones that still knew how to hunt 20 years ago they can still kill these big bucks right now in this rut
6: Oh, you yeah, you can. It's time and stand. And uh, another thing, guys, it's just like in Kansas when I hunt Kansas. You either in the cheap seat, or you in the action. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you go sit a place two or three hours and you ain't got nothing going on, climb down and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Go, go find, and you ain't got to move far. You might not move the distance of forty acres. <laughs> okay, but. But get, get it in your mind, okay? I got a wind out of certain direction. I got option A, B, and C today. And if you if you're not in the middle of of action, it's not like they, these bucks don't chase these deer all over the county. These does, if you guys remember dog hunting, you could just about tell when a dog was on a doe because they just didn't go very far. They'd run around in circles and they really didn't go very far. Maybe quarter three-eighths of a mile and go over this hill and back around here and back over there and he you know and and so that's what's happening when these bucks are chasing they don't just strike out and go slap off your property if you got you know 500 acres or so so just move move you don't have to move a lot but if you're not in the action go to plan b if you need to go to plan c Mm
0: -hmm. well buddy i sure appreciate you all the information you give us every week and uh If y'all up in Thomasville, remember that skinners not only processes meat for your deer, but they also will skin your deer for you. So take it right on up there. You don't have to stand out there in the cold and do all that yourself. Appreciate you, Jay. Thank you, sir. All right, guys. Thank you. All right. That's going to wrap it up for this week. And I want to remind everybody to stay warm and stay safe. If you're on the water, please wear your... Uh, safety jackets and uh, PFDs and all that, because if you fall in the water, it's it's pretty much over with. It's too cold to get out of
2: it. That's some good advice. (laughs) Generators and plumbing, there's one name you need to know here on the Gulf Coast.